Welcome to Finish Lines and Milestones with Allie Brettnacher. Incredible stories and tales of triumphs with everyday people achieving their goals in fitness. This podcast brought to you by Athlete Bouquets. Celebrate finish lines and milestones of the people that you love by visiting athletebouquets.com. Hello and welcome to episode 22. Before I talk about today's guest, I just wanted to take a second to say thank you for listening. When I started this six months or so ago, however long 22 weeks is, I knew some people I knew would listen, like my mother. Hi, mom. But I didn't really, I don't know. I didn't really think about what it would mean to have strangers start to listen and tell me about what they think of the podcast. So I got an email from Becky Riley this week. Thank you, Becky, for taking the time to reach out. You know, she is coached by my last guest, Nicole Dabronski, who's in California. And Becky's local to Indianapolis, to Westfield, actually, like really close to where I am. And she took the time to tell me what the podcast has meant to her, what she thinks about it anyway. And I just really appreciated that. So if you're listening and we don't know each other, we've never exchanged a message, please feel free to reach out on Instagram or email. I'm at athlete bouquets and then just athlete bouquets at gmail.com. And also while you're at it or instead do one or the other, I don't want to give you too much work, but if you could rate or review the podcast, that would be awesome. I had somebody recently give me one star on Apple. I'm not really sure what that's about. There's no context. So thank you to the troll who did that. So if you could uh, rate or review wherever you listen, that would be appreciated as well. And a special thank you to Jamie, who introduced me to today's guest, Jamika Edwards. Jamika is just incredible. Oh my gosh, her energy, her light is contagious. So if you take this on a run, just know it's going to get you through. I speak from experience. I actually listened to this recording on my long run today, which is a Wednesday. We recorded last night after my kids were in bed, sort of. And she is a single mother of three. She is an army veteran. She is a marathoner. She's about to do Berlin and New York. But we talk about kind of how she got into running. We talk about what it takes to do a race. And we kind of joke about it, but it's true. It takes a lot. All the gear and especially if you're traveling. We talk about how she ran 42 miles on her 42nd birthday. She did 40 races the year she turned 40. And her goals for the future are just insane. They inspire the hell out of me. And so I certainly hope that they inspire you. And I really hope you enjoy this conversation with Jamika. All right, Jamika's here. I'm here. We made it. It's 8.30 p.m. <laughs> and we are making I didn't tell you this because I wanted to tell you why we were recording. So I am listening to my two-year-old like scream bloody murder. My husband thankfully just got home, but I'm thinking about how you are a single mom of three boys. And I'm like, I barely can keep it together for two days while my husband's gone. Yeah. And you did it all alone for girl years for and like years eight, and years nine, and years. 10. Let's see. Hold on. 13, six, seven, 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 eight, seven, eight years after oh, divorce. Mm -hmm. That's just, yeah. All incredible. God. All incredible. God. <laughs> All God. Yeah. I <laughs> definitely need some of his help during that. I'm sure. Well, I was trying to remember how you and I first. Oh, got it's connected. Jamie. 
I think, I don't know how you're friends with if or how you and Jamie's connection is, but it's Jamie who lives in Illinois. Jamie is a runner. Okay. She ran her first marathon in 2021. Thank you to Jamie for connecting us because otherwise, yeah, we wouldn't have yeah. met. So. And I, yeah, that's, isn't that, that's, that's amazing all in itself. Yeah. It sometimes really is. you, you're connected to people and, you know, for whatever reason, like our worlds will just collide and yeah, it was yeah. all meant to be. And who knows with all the races you've done, we've probably like run by each other at some point. <laughs> <laughs> my goodness well we were at the indie mini together at the same time but we didn't oh, yeah get we to were meet. Oh, yes that's I, right i, I forgot about that at the um oh at the, the bottle works yes yeah yes yes yep. oh well i'm bummed i missed you do you come every year for that i will be now that i moved away so i have done it five well, i think that was my fifth year and they was like jamika let us know if you want to come back and I said, I'll just make this my for real annual trip. The only race that I'll do in Indianapolis. So oh. yeah, one of my favorite. It is my, it's my top favorite race in Indianapolis. And probably I really my do top love it. favorite half. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah. So much fun. I've done it. Oh, I can't remember. It was the 13th or 14th time this year that I've done it. Mm. Where I, do so you I, live? So I'm up in Carmel in the suburbs of Indianapolis. Girl, I could have saw you. I was there a couple of weeks ago. Oh, don't tell me that, man. Not, okay. Well, next time, yes. next time you are around this area, I'll let you gonna, know, please let me know. I would love to meet you and run with you, whatever. Mm. Oh, that would be so fun. Well, I am so appreciative of your time and I am so excited to get to know you better. I was doing research and I'm just like, just in awe. I don't know how we're going to fit this into about an hour of a conversation, but we're going to do our best not to speak yes. for three hours because I know yes. you need sleep. Oh yeah. <laughs> I would love to just start out with getting to know you kind of your background and just kind of start from the beginning. And then we'll talk all about your running journey and everything else. Okay. So I'm going to, cause I can talk, so I'll try to perfect um, make it bulleted kind of sort of short so from the beginning, I grew up, well, my, my mother and father were, they were married for a period of time and we lived in the South suburbs of Chicago when I was younger. And then they got divorced when I was 10 and we moved to a small, we went from basically suburb of Chicago to a country town called Savannah, Illinois. So um, when we moved there, I was going into fifth grade and it was a culture shock, though we would go to Savannah in the summertime to visit my great aunt. She's, she passed away when we moved there. We were there for maybe a year, not even a year. And she passed away from cancer. It spread mm -hmm. really quick. So that was kind of sad. But going to school there was, like I said, a culture shock. We went from predominantly black school to a predominantly white school. And, mm. you know, it was, it was challenging, but I eventually made friends and I still have um, close friends from fifth grade, sixth grade that I'm still friends with to this day. Wow. Um, yeah. And I hope that they will watch this. So I don't want to forget anybody, but I'm going to say Carrie, Brienne, Kelly, 
Jamie. Jamie didn't graduate. Jamie graduated the year after me, but Jamie, I got Tim. I got Jim. I got, uh, let me see. I said Carrie, Brienne Sorrow, Brienne Piccolotti. These are maiden names. Amanda, Natalie. There's there's a there's a lot of them. Thankfully, because of Facebook, I reconnected with a lot of them maybe 15 years ago, but some of them I, I've never lost touch with. Jamie, that's my girl. I We saw each other for the first time after like, I think 17, 16, 17 years, um, just two years ago. And it was so, so amazing. Um, she's in my book that I published. But anyways, so I said all that to say, I have friendships from where I thought I, I didn't know what was going to happen moving to Savannah, Illinois, but so many great things came from living there. Um, Did you have siblings to, too? Yeah. So I have two okay. siblings, two sisters, an uh, older sister. Um, she's five years older than me. And then I have, I'm in the middle and then I have a okay. younger sister who is four years younger than me. Um, okay. You're the yes. middle. I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest of three girls. Okay. So that's funny. So you're Are you middle. a good big sister? You know, I, I've had my moments of being good, but man, okay. sometimes, sometimes not surely. I don't okay. know. That's, yeah. that's, 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 I was the Guinea pig real. for my parents. Yeah. Like oh, I kind of did all the, I was not the best role. Like there's been ebbs and flows of being a role model is what I was okay. kind of getting at. Like I wasn't the best okay. teenager. <laughs> I definitely learned some not to do's from my older sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when she listens, she'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I also, I learned from her just professionally and in her growth, doing things that she did in high school. Um, I was inspired to do some of those same things as well. So, but, and then me being a big sister, I don't know, my little sister, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I guess she would probably say what you said. Like maybe I wasn't, haven't been always the best big sister, but I definitely spoiled her. I've spoiled her whenever I see her, I spoil her. So look, we got this on recording. So when I die, this is record. <laughs> yeah. Whatever she says in my funeral. Nope. This is, this is the this truth. Is, this is the truth. Yeah. But yes, yeah, so I have two. So my mom ended up being a single mother, taking care of the three of us. It was almost kind of the same stage as me, but she, you know, did the best that she knew to do. And we had a good community um, in Savannah where, you know, teachers that were, became family, church, became family. So that was Savannah. And then after I graduated, I thought I would go into the Marine Corps, but I chickened out because I can't swim. And I found mm -hmm. out that you had to jump in a pool 10 feet deep with a rifle. And I said, no, not doing it. So when mm -hmm. the recruiter came to pick me up to ship out, I did not answer the door. So it's still, wow. it's still on my, my military record, but I wanted to join the Marine Corps to be in the band to play in Washington, DC for the president. Because when I was in high school, I came to visit DC twice. Once was for a conference for organization. It used to be called Future Homemakers of America, but um, a oh, second gosh. time, yeah, was for <laughs> band. And I, I just wanted to be in the band here, but so that didn't happen. I went to college for, I went, I went to actually a college in Miami, was there for a semester, had too much fun, knew I wasn't <laughs> going to make it. So I left. I didn't have to have anybody tell me to leave. 
And then I went to a college in Iowa, was there for a year, and then I joined the Army. And that's where I met my kid's father. And I was stationed in Washington State. I hated it because of the rain, the dreariness, all mm -hmm. that. But after three years of being there, I grew to enjoy it, not love it yet, enjoy it. We went to Germany for a couple of years and we chose to come back to Washington State because we had built connections and I had a job and loved it. And I never actually saw myself leaving Washington State, but life, life is life. So I was in Washington State for about 14 years, but I'll just say 12 years post-military is when I set one goal to run a half marathon. Um, I was newly divorced and I just wanted to check it off. It wasn't, um, I didn't plan on running. From and did life. you have all your kids at this point then? Yes. So I had Absalom is my youngest who he was, I think three or four, let's see, 12. He was four when I first, when I set that goal. So it was just, wow. and I, and she, so he was young and I was divorced, um, single mom. But my oldest son, who was uh, 13, when I would go out for a training run, because I found some plan online <laughs> and I just said I was going to do this. I didn't have a run coach. I didn't know anything about running clothes. I didn't know anything about running shoes. I, we can talk more about that later. Mm -hmm. But my oldest son would say on the weekends, like, mom, he knew I had to get up at five o'clock or 530 in the morning. And on the weekends, he would say, mom, just go. I got I got him like he would take care of his little brother so I could go run. So really, yeah, my sons, they have been huge in support and encouragement through, I'll say, most of my running journey. Because And I say most because now the two older ones don't live with me anymore. But I could not have done the things that I've done without my sons. Hmm. That's so. incredible. Mom, yeah. I got this. You go run. <laughs> yes, man. Yep. That's really special. And going back to, for the, the army. So you said the Marine Corps, you thought about because of the band, but what made you want to join the army? Well, so here's a funny thing. When I came back, well, when I was in college in Iowa, I had a roommate and things were getting interesting and school was kind of interesting. I was working two jobs while I was in school. So it was just a lot happening and I knew that if you were in the military, just, you know, you got guaranteed money, benefits, a place to live, food, all that. And I told myself, whoever, whichever recruiter I talked to first at, in the mall, that's where I was going. And this black man in the army uniform, he was like, hey, how you doing? I was like, hey, what's up? And then he didn't have to convince me. Like I was probably his easiest recruit because I was just ready to go. <laughs> Yeah. But with the army, I have had, so a couple of them I passed away, but five uncles who were in the army and a grandfather who was in the army. So it really made sense that I joined the army. Wow. Yeah. Well, th thank you for your service. No problem. I mean, wow. I'm, yeah. I'm grateful that I chose that, that I chose the army. That's what was supposed to happen. So did you, so you set the goal to run the half, like, way after you were in the military during your time in the army, did you run for anything? No. Cause I just picture the army like this. No. I'm not, I don't have any real military 
connections. Oh, okay. Um, so, so yeah, yeah, I'm pretty ignorant and, when it comes to the military, frankly. Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh, everybody who doesn't know, know me and only knows me through the run journey, just, and if they find out I was in the military, if they know that I'm a veteran, they assume I love running because of the army. Right, and that's what I, no. yeah, yeah, no. no. So let me tell you how lazy I was. And when I do <laughs> motivational speaking and I'm very transparent with students because we gotta, we have to be real with them. No sugar coating, just tell the truth, tell your story because it matters. So I would just jog real slow whenever it came to running. Now push-ups and sit-ups, I love that. I did that. I knocked them out. I, I usually would max out on the sit-ups. We, there was some requirement and I want to say it was a hundred, I think a hundred and two minutes or 80 and two minutes. That was easy. Push-ups. I, I know I met the requirement and that was pretty easy. You, you just adapt and learn how to do push-ups, but running, I ran so slow and I didn't care. I didn't want to run. I remember mm-hmm. in high school, there's a um guy, oh, Missy. I forgot to mention her. So Missy, her real name is Michelle, but we called her Missy Lightson. Her brother, um, Chad, he was in cross country in high school. So I remember he would go run all the time because they lived across from us. And he would always go run on the weekends, run. I was like, why are you always running? Like, aren't you tired? Why are you <laughs> running two miles? Why are you running three miles? And so back to the army, like I just, I, we had to run two miles and I was so slow, like 25, 30 minutes for two miles which now that I'm a runner and actually my pace is like kind of equivalent to that some on some days it's, it's interesting but I was just so slow 30 minutes you know 40 minutes mm-hmm. whatever and when I so we didn't have PT tests often but just regular runs I would figure out ways to get out of it I would um <laughs> make up an excuse like I'm cramping I'm on my cycle. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too heavy. I can't run. And what, <laughs> why, why would a male want to try to right. believe you, you know? Yeah. yeah. So just whatever. There was a time and I share this often. We used to go run around this airfield and we, at the time you could drive up your car, like on the outer perimeter of the airfield. And then we would just run around the airfield now you can't drive us a street and everything mm-hmm. but um it was dark because you know we did pt 5 5 30 in the morning and i would start out running with everybody but towards the back and i i wasn't the only one who did this either but once everybody took off we went to our cars and waited until we heard people starting up their car to leave because i hate it that- running so funny well that's why you said literally you're like literally running away I ran away from running running for so many years and now just think about how much money you're spending to go to Berlin here in a few days (laughs) girl I'm so I I need to and I haven't I need to say hey if anybody would like to send a donation a a token a blessing I'm more than that so maybe if this comes out before Berlin um, it will it will so yeah so if anybody wants to you can cash at me Jamika 97 J-A-M-I-C-K-A 97 yeah hell yeah Uh, 
Zell, find out my phone number, ask me, let me know if you, oh God, it is, it's, oh, it's getting real, real. Like I can't even, yeah, I can't even, imagine. I've never done an international race, but I've spent enough just going around the United States, which I'm sure you have as well. So um, the indie mini. Yeah. Indie. Right. Yeah. Because so let's talk about that for a moment. Okay. Because people who watch us run think that all we do is just wake up, show up for the run. And then that's it. They don't realize it's a whole process to get to it. So can we walk through what it, what it takes for a race? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I like that. And then if I miss anything, you, you go ahead and interject. Okay. Okay. I'm in. So, so we both, let's say, you know, we're we in May, May, this is May, Indy mini. And now that I don't live there and, and you, you know, may do a staycation, we're going to say, so we're going to stay downtown because we want to be close to the expo. Mm-hmm. We want to be close to the start and finish so that we can do what we need to do and get back, shower, ch- take a nap, go out to eat, whatever. So in a weekend of a race, you want to show up a Friday evening because you want to get to the expo, you know, maybe Saturday morning or that Friday evening. And when you go to the expo, bling, 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 you <laughs> see, oh, I might need a new pair of shoes. Oh, wait, but I think I might need some new socks because the socks that I have, if in case it rains and I'm running the 5K and the half marathon, I need to change. So, okay, socks, running <laughs> socks, $14 oh easily. Sometimes, and you must wear running socks. Yeah, amen to that. Or you will get a blister. Yeah, I don't know how you, I don't know how people don't. So, yeah, me either. So running socks are a must. A good pair of running shoes, unless mm-hmm. you get them on clearance, and even clearance might be about a hundred dollars, but yeah. you're looking at anywhere from 150 to 200 to 250, depending on the brand that your foot is now comfortable with. So yeah, I miss I miss my discount at Fleet Feet. Oh. I was working there for a while. I miss that. Okay. Yeah, running shoes are no joke. So no expensive. joke. So and then you got the running outfit. Now me, this is oh. my this is what I want to say my bread and butter. I'm not fast, but I'm going to be cute. So I Ooh, always I like have it. a new cute running outfit. I used to wear tutus all the time. Now I I haven't I haven't um in some years, but Fabletics gets the majority of my money. Oh, okay. And I have hooked some other people to Fabletics as well. The reason why I love Fabletics so much is because whether I want a plain cute outfit or some type of um design the fit is always right. It sucks in my jiggles <laughs> when I got it. It helps hold in the compression in my thighs. So I don't need any uh, in my calves, especially if I'm wearing pants. It's, I feel like it's just built in. Um, it's just the, the way that it's made. The fit is great. And I can wash the clothes over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not messed up. So, but okay, Fabletics outfit. Because I am a VIP member, I usually try to get, girl, yeah, I try to get, uh, and I get to use my military discount. I would just say an outfit could be about 60 to $70. But if you weren't VIP, it's easily a hundred, more than a hundred dollars for a sports bra and shorts or sports bra and pants, capris, whatever. Okay. So sweatbands, I don't often wear sweatbands, but I do wear a hat, especially if I know it's going to Mm -hmm. rain. So yes. a good quality running hat 
unless you got it from a race for free, could be about $25, $30, maybe. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, so then we want to talk about what are we going to do with our phones? Because the <laughs> majority of us run with our phones for our music, for safety, for whatever. So I have a little running belt that I that I run with. This last one I got, it's nothing fancy. I Actually, I wish I had a better one, but I my budget is not there right now. Mm-hmm. But this one was like $25. $25. And let's see. So we got the running belt, the outfit, shoes. I got a plug. So my new, I have this new favorite yes. sports bra from Brooks. Okay. And it's like, oh, I forget the official name, but it's the three pocket something. And so it has a phone pocket in the back, which a lot of them do now, like in the shoulder blade area, oh, yeah. which I think some people are like, well, how the heck isn't that weird that it's there? How do I reach it? I don't know. I've gotten used to it, frankly. And then I've never, used. it's just kind of, it is kind of awkward, yeah, but, you, no, um, but you get in. But you can get it and then you mm-hmm. put it back in and it's fine. And, and then it has two pockets under your armpits for, for actual fuel, which I haven't used yet, but I know a friend of mine, Amanda, who listens to this, I think, Hey Amanda, hey, puts Amanda. some, like puts goo under her arm. Like, so it's got all this storage. That's smart. Which or is you nice. could probably use that for um a key fob. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Or something. What, something what's like. the name of this this board? Oh, it's it's like if you Google Brooks three pocket, I bet it'll pop. Three pocket. Yeah. Okay. But it's their three pocket. So I have three three of those now because you know, I would always wait till it was clean or I'd want to wash it. So I'm like, why am I doing this? I just need to get another one. But yeah, I I do like the spy belts or speed belts. However, that's what I have. Yeah. Okay. I have it like probably (laughs) way too many of those. I only have one. That's my problem. I Well, I'll need to get more. They've got like waterproof. They've got extra large for like the big ass phone that I have now. And yeah, (laughs) for sure. Yeah. Okay. So we've got the running belt hat clothes. Yeah. The watch. Oh, the watch. Yep. The watch. So I thankfully was gifted my first and only Garmin. I have not gotten a new, I thought I was going to buy a new one a couple of years ago. And then I was like, nope, that's not in my budget. But I know that the Garmin that I have, it is the, it's the old, old it's the old one, but it, it works. So if the person who gave me the gift, listen to me, trust me, I am still 100% grateful. 2019 and it's 2023. It yeah. is still kicking. I did have to send it in, but they replaced it. So it is um, a 235. Oh, okay. Is that a forerunner? Forerunner. Garmin yeah. forerunner I had a forerunner for a long time. Yeah. Yep. So it does what I needed to do, which mm-hmm. is simple as my, my run, walk, heart rate, which is pretty accurate. And I love that it tracks my sleep. Those are the most important factors for me. Mm-hmm. It stay charged pretty decent because I don't use the other features on it. So I don't get text messages on it. I don't get emails. I don't get all those alerts. I just keep all that off. But so the watch, I don't know today, but let's just say it values at $250 for a watch. It's important if you are going to, now everyone can run without a watch. It's not necessary, but if you want to track your pace and know where you are, where you stand when you are competing against yourself, not right. not yeah. you yeah. <laughs> to improve, to see if you've had a bad day, see what you need to improve on, to see if you had a great day, see what your personal best has been. It's important to have some type of tracking device. So mm-hmm. people use Garmin's, people use Fitbit, people use Apple Watch, 
Some people, I think use you can use the Samsung watch, I believe. I'm mm -hmm. not sure. There's Koros now that people, a oh, lot of runners yes. use, which I've never tried one. But now that I use a running coach too, I use my Garmin. She actually, I didn't even know you could create workouts to put on oh, yes. watch because yes. I, you know, that's been yes. huge now, you know, having workouts where it just buzzes and it tells you what to do. I never even yes. knew I had had a Garmin for as long as I can remember. And I never knew it did that. Wow. Yeah. Yes, that's how oh, I train. That's game changer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you can send your runs to people. So it, to be more safe, I have mm. a live track on. And I learned that like a couple of years in. Actually, it was after COVID because stuff started happening. Things were happening to runners because mm -hmm. there were more people running than before on trails and, you know, different things happening. So I learned from another runner that I could send, use the live track so every time I go run, it automatically turns on and one of my sons will know where I'm at. So if anything were to happen to me, they have the actual map and they can, you know, figure that out. Yeah. Or if I stop running, which my son used to do this all the time. <laughs> if I stop running, because most of the time I ran into somebody and I started talking, that's a whole nother story. I, I love strangers and, and, and people that I know. And he'll see them. I watch pause for like, 15, 20 minutes. So he will call me and ask yeah. me if I'm okay, make sure, you know, I'm good. So that feature is so useful for so many reasons. So I don't know. I wasn't adding that up, but let's, but. And then head, don't forget headphones. You got your shocks. Headphones. Do you wear shocks? Oh my gosh. Shocks. And the ones that I had to replace recently, I don't like them. And I think I'm past the 30 day mark. I don't think I'm going to be able to use those in Germany. Mm -hmm. So just in case I'm placed on somebody's heart, I need some new shocks. Just yeah, there we go. It would be a blessing because those those cost um a hundred dollars. Yeah, at least right. At well, least. yeah, I guess the like I, they have I like got 80. the basic one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I can't remember how much I spent on the ones I I bought mine before I worked at the running store for two hundred. They're yeah. expensive, something like so that. So headphones and then nutrition. So you talk. Oh about yeah, fuel. Food. Mm -hmm. So, um, and there's just different things you need. Like I don't have to take, thankfully, salt tablets. So I don't know what those run, but the gel and the goo and mm -hmm. waffle, just anything you need to eat. You it, because so this is another thing that people don't know. You have to eat when you run. You have to eat and drink. Now I used to never eat anything, and I barely drank water on like a half marathon course because I just didn't want to stop yeah and I was always hungry but over time and wisdom and getting my coach certification and having a run coach I I used to tell people like don't follow don't do what I do but now as um someone that I know if people are watching and they're like okay Jamika how are you a run coach and you're not following this so I I make a point to wake up early before a long run and before races. And I will have a bagel with peanut butter. Mm -hmm. I used to think that it might like make me verp <laughs> yeah. you know, in my mouth. Cause it, cause <laughs> sometimes that, that would happen, but it doesn't yeah. anymore. So I'll have that or a banana and I drink coffee before I run a race. Oh yeah. Now it doesn't help me to have a bowel movement. I just love what? coffee. Oh, no. so for me, it's like the magic of pooping. I need to have, I usually drink two cups is what I need. Dang. I know it's, it's a how whole early other, do you get up other. before you run? 
earlier than I need probably normal people. Well, cause usually I don't run in the mornings because now my lifestyle, my schedule is a little more flexible. So I'm running kind of whenever, Oh okay. yeah. In the morning. So a race day, I'll get up extra early and like pace nervously around my kitchen, drinking coffee. <laughs> we, yeah. I want to do a race together. I, it'd, be, it'd be so, it's so fun. My favorite, one of my favorite things to do on the face of the earth is travel to a race. Okay. So come like, here to DC. Yeah. Come do the cherry blossoms with me. So I need that's on my list. I actually have family in Alexandria. So I've run the okay. Marine Corps marathon. Okay. And like, when was that? what year did you run that one? Oh, God. Um, was it the all 2013? Oh, no, no. You've been running away for a long time. Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I've been running for my first marathon was 10, 10, 10. Super easy to remember. Chicago. Yeah. Isn't that special? I'm like, oh, I know how long That's I've been running marathons. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, so when was your, when was your first half? My first half yeah. was when did you- March 16th. 2016, 2016 in San Diego. So I lived in Washington state at the time and I was following this couple. They're now divorced, but they were training to run a half marathon and they inspired me. I knew that I wanted to run a half marathon a couple years before that, but when they put that out, that they were going to be doing what they were doing in Hawaii, I knew I couldn't go to Hawaii. I, I, I just, I was a broke single mom and I just knew that wasn't in my my budget, but I had a travel voucher and I was able to, I looked up San Diego. I had never been to San Diego. I've been to California, but never San Diego. And they had a half marathon around the same time. So I was looking for a half marathon the same time as this couple that was training. I don't think they, yeah, they never even ran a half marathon. They didn't finish training, but I did. So I'm thankful to them that- <laughs> It sparked in me to say, put this on 2015 and 2016. This is my goal. And so mm-hmm. March 16th, I ran that. And it was a lady that I met who now was my friend in Black Girls Run. I told her I was going to run my first half marathon in California. She's a flight attendant. So she was like, oh, I want to come with you and to run it. So when I first started training, I was running a slower pace, but you know, when you start training, your pace increases, which is great. So I ended up running faster than her. So when we got there at the start, she was like, Jamika, you can go ahead, do what you're going to do. Don't worry about me. And we'll just meet up at the finish. But I was just so blessed that she was there with me. Mm-hmm. And then another friend of mine, Brandy, she lived in California at the time. So she drove up from for Irwin, the army base to be with us that weekend. And so she was our chauffeur and it was just a great memory to have in a great place. So I've always said, since I was in high school, you have to go somewhere you've never been to do something you've never done. Mm -hmm. And I followed that model in a lot of different things in my life. So that's, that was my first half. And then my first full, which came a year and a half later, okay. which was not supposed to happen because my same friend, Angela, who went to California with me said on March 17th. So Jamika, when you got to run a marathon, I was like, never, I don't need to run a marathon. I'm not running. Who wants to run for five, four, five, six, seven hours. I'm, I don't need, I've never run in a marathon. And so she always will say, I remember when you said, so right. So 2016, after that first half, I drank the Kool-Aid, I ate the 
the drug, whatever yeah. we want to call it. And I wanted to run another one. I didn't think that I would, but I was looking for another race. And I think I ended up doing maybe seven that year, but I connected with some people and I, I heard about Chicago Marathon, though I lived there and what visited there, I never even, that was like far from my mind. I didn't know there was a marathon. I, I didn't even, I, I didn't know. I didn't know what a marathon was. And a lot of people don't still know what marathons are. So when we, you know, the, the joke, you tell somebody you're going to do a 5k, they say, oh, so how was your five, how was your 5k marathon? Right. <laughs> or you say you have a, a half marathon race. Right. Oh, how was your marathon? Yeah, right. I, I didn't and, run and... a marathon. Like, yeah, this is different, but, um, I heard people talking about it in, in 2017, well, the end of 2016, I started seeing pictures of people who did Chicago Marathon. And I was like, oh, I don't know. And then I said, God, if I enter this lottery and I get in, I think you, if I get in, then that means you want me to run it. But if I don't get in, then I'm not supposed to do it. My first time I got in, I remember waking up. First of all, I saw the money come out of my bank account. I got alerted. I was like, whoa. Because the right. Chicago Marathon yeah. is two hundred and fifty dollars. Well, it might be two hundred, but I always get pictures. So, oh yeah, <laughs> so I added that to the package. Mm -hmm. But that two hundred and fifty dollars. So I was like, oh shoot, I gotta do it. And I lived in Washington State at the time. But what I told myself was, I'm going to go run this race in the city where I have good and not so good memories to go and conquer something that I've never done and to it to now have a a great memory of something major that I'm able to accomplish something that no one in my family has ever done so that's that was the my motivation behind going to Chicago but I never trained I never had time to train I worked a job and all I did was work overtime. My two my two older sons were in football. So it was football, 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 football. Get to their practice. I never wanted to miss a game. That year, I never, I did not miss a game except for the weekend of the marathon. But I promised myself that I would do it. So I just said, you know what? It can't be that hard. And then, you know, some people will say, oh, you're going to hit a wall. You're going to hit a wall. I've never hit a wall in any marathon I've ran. And I've never trained for a marathon and I've ran four marathons one ultra so 32.6 or 31.6 and I ran 42 miles in a day and I've never trained for any of those races but I have a mindset I know it's my mine. mind is like I'm like what excuse me I know <laughs> any question excuse me well how did you do that how are you alive <laughs> I don't know that first year I'm going to credit and I hope she hears this, um, but I, I talk about her all the time. So her name is L'Oreal Marshall it, at Chicago Marathon. I don't know if you've ever saw, but at the Hilton Hotel, there is a large group. There are many groups who stay there and there are many groups who meet up, but there is a large group called Black Chicago Runners. Black Chicago runners will do a meetup about 5.30 in the morning. First of all, 5.30 is so dang early. When this mm -hmm. lady told, my friend Maria told me to come, I said 5.30 for what? 
And she was like, to meet people and take a picture. And I was like, ugh, okay. okay. But I went and because I needed to meet her face to face, we had trained virtually, we met virtually and we trained virtually for our first half marathons and we both got into the Chicago marathon. So I needed to meet her. Well, meeting her, I met all these black runners I didn't even know existed. I, I was just so like, because you know, it's not a lot of black runners mm-hmm. and it's, it's like a hidden community. It's becoming more and more noticeable. There are a lot more black runners out that, you know, and we, every runner comes in all shapes and sizes. So we are changing the narrative of what a runner looks like, the cultures, everything. So in, in uh, October, 2017, I met at the Hilton hotel. We, I met a whole lot of people, but L'Oreal, we were talking. And so we didn't know each other. And she said that she trained for the marathon. And I was like, so what are you going to do? What's your, what's your half marathon pace? Because I knew, I heard that whatever your marathon pace is, it should be like two or three minutes um, slower than your half marathon Mm -hmm. pace a mile. And so she said, I think she said 12 or 12 or 13, I think. So I was like, oh, shoot, I can do that. Because at the time I was about a 10 minute pace regular. Mm-hmm. So she said she was doing intervals and I was like, okay, I've never done that, but I'll, I'll run with you. I was like, I'll start with you and we'll just start and finish together. Didn't know each other. We, all we knew was first name. That's so cool. And this is October, 2017. So then I see she has this pin on, she's a member of a sorority. And I was like, oh, I have some friends in Washington state that are members of the sorority. I was like, maybe I was like, one day I'm going to join. I've you know, been thinking about it, but you know, I haven't. Then she sees another person. She knows Mimi. Mimi has a, the same pin. And so I'm like, oh, hey, so I'm meeting her. And I'm like, oh, two people that are members of this sorority that I want to become a part of one day. So L'Oreal and I started running. Mimi was faster. So she took off when, you know, she ran. I saw her at the end. But um, in seven hours and 10 minutes, we learned each other's life. And it was so amazing. She had friends because she's from, she lived in Chicago. So her parents met her at several different spots. She had friends meeting her at several different places. And I was just so blown away by that. I never seen that before I never witnessed that before and I was just like wow all these people but because they were there for her they would always check on me and I was fine I just I felt like it was just like it wasn't I don't know it was so weird it was just like just running <laughs> okay like, here you know, I am I'm just doing fun. it like I would stop there was music playing I would go dance because that's what I do in races so even the marathon I wasn't thinking about time I didn't care um I, I I just wanted to say I finished. So at the half marathon point, her knee started hurting her and she was like, you can leave me. It's okay. And I was like, no, what am I was like, I don't have anywhere to go. We all need streets. Like, where are we going to go? What am I going to do? I said, it's fine. I'm not leaving you. And so we walked the other half and there were times where she was hurting. And I remember two of her friends, one was a member of the same sorority and one was a member of the other sorority. You know, they were hugging her and I think she might've, she, she might've cried then maybe a little bit, but I know she was hurting. And so they wanted to keep going, but I said, I'm not leaving her. I got her. Don't worry. 
I'm, I will stay where, cause I felt great. I wasn't hurting or anything. And I was like, I'll stay with her. We're going to keep going. We, I'm, when she finishes, we will finish together. So they found her, you know, at the finish line, we finished and I cried, she cried in her, you know, our separate moments because of her accomplishment, my accomplishment, but we did it. And so that was 2017. So 2020 is when I joined the sorority. So from 2017, you know, we were connected and we stayed connected and we're still connected to this day. And I ended up being the fitness and wellness liaison for at a regional office, but she knew, and I was served under her. So she's basically in the sorority world, they call it syntactics, but she's the president of the region. And I served under her in my leadership role, but she knew I was capable of doing it because she got to know me outside of the sorority and she knew my motivation, my inspiration with fitness. And she knew that she, she knew I was going to bring it. And I, I, I'm going to pat myself on the back. Look, on the back. I did and more. And I know I shocked a lot of people because I was a new member and new members aren't usually regional officers or will plan a national event. And I was blessed to be a part of our national um, 100 year celebration, our centennial. And I planned our 5K for that event that drew women from all over the world, not just the U.S., from other countries as well. So what's what's the name of the sorority? Oh, Sigma Gamma Rho Sorority Incorporated. Yes. But I, all that came from my first marathon that I never trained for, that I could have easily said, I didn't train. I'm going to defer. I quit. I'm not going to do it. But I did it. And I met so many people. I have made lifelong friendships. I've had seasonal friendships. Some people, you know, leave your life and that's okay. <laughs> but it has been... I never, the running a marathon, they say, you know, it changes your life. And sometimes people think it's the change your life because you said you did it. It's the change your life because you realize you could run that distance, but it's the friendships, it's the, the training throughout. And even though I didn't follow a training plan, I still, you know, I was running races and still meeting people, but it's just so much more that it opened up the door to just a running world that I never really knew existed. Oh, I love running so much. I love Me runners too. so much too. <laughs> like the community. Oh my gosh. I, we could go on and on about that. <laughs> I, I really want to make sure we have time to talk about your 42 for your 42nd birthday, because that's nuts and so cool. And I watched that video by the way, which I'll have to include. I'll include that in the show notes of this episode, but okay. this video that was made about this day where you decided to run 42 miles for your 42nd birthday. So how, why 42 years old, did you decide to do that? Okay. So one of my close friends, Sarah, and she, yeah, Sarah's just, just, she listens to all my ideas and she's, 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 people say that I'm like their hype man. She's my hype woman for real. Like I have a couple of them, but she's one. Mm -hmm one of the three. When I came to Chicago, so the pandemic happened, races shut down. A lot of people were, you know, down, runners down, depressed, all this, all these things. But I had signed up for the Marine Corps 50K to run it in. I know, cause I'm crazy. <laughs> cause I ran the Marine Corps marathon in 2019. Oh, God, so that. a couple people convinced me, Nikki's one of them. I hope she listened. Um, 
encouraged me uh, to run the 50K the next year. So I signed up for that. So November, 2020, we know it didn't happen, but mm -hmm. I ran it virtually. People were running Chicago Marathon virtually and New York Marathon virtually. So I drove from Indianapolis because at the time I was living there to Chicago to run with the run with a few other runners. I just never told anybody I was actually doing the ultra. I I, I didn't want anybody asking me like 50 million questions either. So when I ran the one guy who I said I, you know, de dedicated to run with, when he finished I said okay well I gotta go keep running and he was like what and then everybody was like what what are you doing I was like oh I got 10 more 10 more miles to do <laughs> so I I can't even tell you I felt so great it was weird like I literally they said Jamika why are you sprinting like because when I was running with him we were going maybe like uh, we started out like 11 minute pace then a 12 minute pace and a 13 minute pace but through the pandemic, I walked a lot and I ran, but my walking helped me to run faster, which mm -hmm. is crazy. People don't realize you walk, you run slow to run faster. Yes. Yes. So, amen to that. Yeah. It's, it's for real. It's a real thing. So those of you who run slow, do not feel bad about it at all. Mm -hmm. Don't compare your pace to anybody else. You worry about you, but mm -hmm. uh, it if works. You run fat, and if you run fast, every run doing it wrong <laughs> you're doing it wrong you're gonna burn out you're gonna yes. injure yourself yes. you're gonna hate running who wants to wake up to say oh my god i hate running i gotta go run not no, me no not when me. when i feel like that then i'm never going to be a runner again it needs to be fun enjoyable my therapy all that yes but when i was after i finished that ultra and came in i was you know tired but i was like Okay, so I just ran 31 miles, 31.6 miles in a day, or 31.2, whatever it is. 31.2. I was like, um, what am I gonna do for my birthday? Um, <laughs> okay, so the world's probably still gonna be shut down because everything is just so iffy because it's it, going into 2021. Mm -hmm. I I think I text Sarah. No, I called her. I was like, Sarah, Sarah, I'm gonna run. I'm going to run 42 miles for my 40, 42nd birthday. She was like, okay, sis, I'm coming. That was it. I said, because I feel great. Because I drove from Chicago back to Indianapolis after running 31.2 miles. Wow, that's nuts. I was driving. I was thinking about the beggar's pizza that me and my kids was going to eat. I ate a couple slices on the way, but yeah. I, was, I was like, I I want to do this. And I was like, why, why can't I do this? And then I'm like, I know friends who run 100 miles in a day. So 42 can't be that hard. Like... <laughs> So now my birthday being in February in the dead of the winter in Indiana in Indiana, oh. I was like, uh, but I'm gonna do it. Cause, because I used to hate the cold when I grew up in Illinois, I did not like the snow. I didn't like being out in the cold. And even as I became a runner and I moved from Washington state back to the Midwest. That first year, 2018, I ran outside like maybe once or twice in the winter. Mm -hmm. But a guy I know, he was like, uh, you're gonna have to become a, a winter warrior. Now I thought all runners ran out in, outside in the cold and I found out these people punk out. And mm -hmm. then it was only me. Like uh, just a few, you know, a good handful of people. But I learned that if you have the right items, the clothing, Great. yes, like you're I'm not gonna get sick. You're not, you know, 
like all those um, myths and, you know, the things that they say is not always, it's not true. Just layer up and, you know, be wise. Don't go out and you know, negative, negative anything. So when I did the 42, I put it out there. I think it might've been in December. I think it might've been in December. I think I put it out there early. And I was like, if anybody wants to come, let me know. And at first, like, no one really said anything. And then one person said um, they would come, but that didn't end up, but that's fine. But Sarah said she was coming. And then Jason, my, I call him my unofficial run coach. Mm -hmm. He's the one who recorded it. Okay. Um, yeah. He, he was there. And then I had, I'm going to say a posse of people, other people from Chicago that drove and spent the whole day and that evening. And when I finished, as late as I finished, they drove back to Chicago, wow. but I'm so forever grateful for them. So I want to say Sherry, Cindy, Jason, Sarah, Lorenzo ran the 42 miles with me for the most part because he finished before me. Cause I, after a while I was running too slow for him, but, um, <laughs> and star. So they all star star lives in Chicago. Lorenzo lives in Chicago. Jason lives in India in near Chicago. Sarah's in Chicago and Cindy, Cindy came for, for my, to be my support. Like for sure. Everybody was my support but she made sure that I was eating. She brought my sons to a certain point because they weren't out there all day. Um, and then I had a, a Kathina who lives in Indianapolis. She was the tour guide for the Chicago people to help them get around the roundabouts and oh, help yeah. them to the next spot because <laughs> I ran the entire Monon Trail from Sheridan to downtown, back up and finished in Carmel. So it was, it was amazing. And even though there was a snowstorm and it was um, slippery, we slid a lot. I never fell. That was all God, but like I slid a lot. I can only, I can like picture the Monon in, the, in that Girl, time of year. It's like, it can be tough. It was. And, the, and they didn't clear the trail. I thought Carmo was going to have their stuff together and right. Carmo was horrible. Oh, usually but we do. Like, Bro, until I got into Broad Ripple, then it was, you know, clear. But Kathina wanted to make sure that I finished well. She drove around while I was running to get me some yak tracks so I could stop slipping. And she said she had to go to three stores until she found them. So I had them to finish out the night, which was the most important because everything froze up again. Yeah, it was, mm, it was, I think, seven or 10 degrees when I started. Jeez. It got up to 20 degrees throughout the day. And then it came down to three, like four, three or four degrees when I finished. But when I finished, and now there were people who met me along the way, and I don't want to forget people's names, but my line sisters and sorority sisters were at the finish waiting for me. I had predicted to be finished a lot earlier. And so I had a dinner reservation for us and everything, but I finished maybe like an hour and a half later. I was so tired. My legs we're not so tired, but my body oh, was man, tired. I can't even imagine the, the last 10 miles, Sarah, Jennifer and star were with me. Now, Jennifer and Sarah were talking and I was just like, I'm so tired. I just want to go. <laughs> I just want to go sleep. And I'm just listening yeah. to them laughing and talking. And then eventually they'd be like, Jamaica, you, I was like, I need coffee. I need coffee. I need coffee. So they made a call. 
So when I got to, I had oh, three next. miles left. Oh. One of my friends, Kathina, I think Kathina got the coffee. And so when I got there, when you saw the video of me dancing <laughs> in the car, that was the last three miles. That coffee pumped me up, woke me up, and I was ready to finish. And I did it. And people uh, ask me, would I do it again? Absolutely. It oh, was and the time of my life because of the people that were there. And I'm so yeah. forever grateful for all the support I had. It was so amazing. Oh, yeah. And what did you do? So your dinner reservation didn't pan out and you were so tired. So did you do anything at all right afterwards to celebrate or did you celebrate the next day or anything like eat a so, whole pizza or, you no. know, I'm thinking, yeah. So basically, um, it started snowing <laughs> when we were <laughs> finished trying to get to the car. So I thought I would be really, really sore. And I had I prepare myself to have my pajamas downstairs so I wouldn't have to go up the stairs to my bathroom. Oh, that's a problem. But, yeah, but I was able to walk up the stairs. So at one o'clock, I uh, think, no, was it? Yeah, it probably was just about one o'clock in the morning. I finished at 1048. But like I said, we finished in Carmel. So then I'm hugging everybody, taking pictures and all that and saying goodbye. So by the time we got to my house, it was probably 1230. So one o'clock in the morning. I knew it was going to be important for me to have an Epsom salt bath. So that way, when I woke up, I would have some relief. Yeah. And I'm glad that I did that. I, I sat in a tub for about 30 minutes and just really, I don't know, I didn't cry, but I just really like cried out to God saying thank you for mm -hmm. my body because I have back issues. My I have knee issues. I have hip issues, but most people would never know that because I don't complain. I always say if an amputee can run faster than me, then my disability is not going to define me. Mm -hmm. So I am an army, I am a disabled army veteran, but I love running. So I listen to my body. And even though I run all these races, I'm not running them going full speed ahead. Many times I walk. I remember one of my friends, he was running with me and he didn't know because I never vocalized my pain, but I was like, Dustin, I got to slow down. And he was like, okay, but he just slowed down a little bit. I was like, Dustin, I I'm hurting. And I said, I, I know. I, and I, and I don't want people to feel bad for me either. Right. So that's when he realized, oh, okay. But we, and then we picked it back up, but I listened to my body. I don't care about what anybody else is doing. All I focus on is Jamaica because mm -hmm. I want to be able to run when I am 80, 85 years old. Oh, yeah. I mean, being able to run 40 plus miles is incredible, but being able to do it at 42. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. so awesome. I think about that. I'm 37 oh. and, and, you know, I, I'm, I can feel it, right. It's not as easy yeah. as it once was, yeah. but I'm also feeling stronger than ever. It's kind of this weird balance of like, yes, no, I know that <laughs> I feel feeling. really strong, but I also feel older. Like, how does this, yes. work? but <laughs> I I'm like you, I want to be able to run for as long as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Hear myself. I gotta, um, <sighs> yeah. you know, I go to the chiropractor. I go to, phys I have physical therapy, I yeah. get my massages. And when I can't run, like sometimes, sometimes the pain is so my sons know they they all know um and they want they've experienced it but there's sometimes where I cannot walk I and you know I have to call off of work or 
like I'm walking and I'm hunched over, like, because the pain is so bad, I can't straighten up my back. So in those times, I'm not running, I'm not doing anything because mm-hmm. I'm not going to injure myself. And I will tell you, my oldest son, when I first told him I was going to run 42, he didn't want me to do it because he knows about the pain that I experienced. And he was like, yeah. are you sure you're going to be okay? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then when it got closer, he was like, mom, are you sure about that? And I said, I promise I'm, if I, if I have to stop, I will stop. I won't, I won't keep going. Cause you know, runners are stubborn too. They are. But yeah, we are. Sure. Gosh. Yeah. Your recovery regimen makes me think and like the care of your body regimen takes me back to how we were talking about adding up all the expenses. Yeah. Then you start to just add that stuff in there. Cause I think about that. I try to do massages like monthly, but like every other month. Cause I'm like, this is it's so much to do all of these things. And now we just have this new plunge place, like cold plunge place that just opened in Carmel. And I'm so intrigued by that, but you're like, I can't, it's like $200 a month or something insane. I'm like, who, who is doing that? (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I know we're past, I want to be mindful of your time since you were at a conference. Oh, I'm good, girl. You got energy now. Okay, good. Okay. Cause I'm like how I wanted to ask you too, about the 40 races you set out to run in a year. Was that something that you set at the beginning of a year? And you're like, I'm going to run 40 races this year. Was that when you were 40 or was that a different year? Yes. So I, um, since I was in high school, I mentioned it before, but this organization future of homemakers of America, home economics related occupations, which is now called family career and community leaders of America. In that organization, I was also in Business Professions of America, and I was a state officer for both organizations. Simultaneously, first Black state president of FHA Hero. I was a first vice president. I think, uh, I forgot what the title was for BPA, but in FHA, I learned so much on how to be a leader, organizational skills, goal setting. All those things have stayed with me since I was 18, and I'm 44 now. So every year I have always set at least one. I've never made a vision board. I'm going to do it one day, but I've always set a personal goal or several. And it now with running, I'll try to, you know, they, the goal might only be running related, but it's always some type of goal I have for myself every year at the end of the year for that following year, I will make sure I set not a new year's resolution, but an actual goal and I'll follow through with it. So when I was, 39 which is weird to say that but I guess I was 39 (laughs) I said I wanted to run 40 races in the year in my 40th year of living and a lot of people were so intrigued and was trying to figure out how I was going to do it but I'm going to tell you when we talk about expenses I can't do this anymore because my my um income has increased so and and, and my children have left so I have not, I can't claim. So my taxes, I don't, I'm sorry, Owen, instead of getting money back. But for that year, because I planned it so early and I knew what I was going to do. And I, um, had started looking at races, you know, towards the end of the year before of what I was going to do in that 40th year, I pay for races early. And then when I get my income taxes, I pay for my races and I did that for a few years. I would pay for my races. So I would try to plan ahead for a lot of Mm -hmm. races. Most of them were already paid for throughout the year by February. 
And then ask about military discounts. A lot of races will give you free races or half off or 10% off. So building relationships, emailing the, the race directors. There's so many ways in saving money and running races. So I was looking at what races I wanted to do and then thinking about travel. So I had, you know, some people that I would stay with, um, room with. So we would split the hotel costs and that was great. But I say, you know, when I turn 40, I want to run these races and it was incredible. And that's when I felt my strongest. I was my fastest. And I, so I wasn't training because I ran races almost every weekend. And that's yeah. what I was like, do you have a race every weekend? And there was a couple of weekends that I had a break, but I, I pretty much ran a race every weekend. And some, I was flying. Um, I had a lot of points uh-huh. and I got vouchers. So Southwest is my favorite airline. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Because if I'm flying on my own, if I, and I don't have somewhere to go or be, and as soon as they say, before they can get it all the way out of their mouth, da, 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 we're over. So you're like at the thing and I'm getting my 500 or thousand dollar voucher. Cause that's going to help me get to my other races and pretty much that's how I were how I was able to do it because I didn't make a lot of money. But God, the favor of God is real. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah. Because people think I got a lot of money, but yeah. So I, I did that. And but the but the beautiful thing is when I finished, a friend of mine helped get me back to Seattle for just a couple of days because that's where I fell in love with running in Washington state. Mm. And I wanted to take all the medals that I earned to go and capture it in Washington state where I ran my first race and where I fell in love with running. And that must be one of the pictures you sent me. Yes. So cool. Yes. Oh. So the, all those medals were earned in one year. That's so what, I mean, we obviously can't talk about every single race. We'd be here forever. What are maybe a couple of highlights from that year? Like your favorite ones from that year, uh, Chicago marathon, because it was, yeah, it was my fastest and I was shooting for a sub five, but my hips started hurting at some point. So I started walking a lot. And when I realized I wasn't going to make five, I just had more fun. (laughs) (laughs) because I saw more DJs and I was like bump this but I was still so happy because despite the fact that I walked I finished in five hours and 14 minutes and 37 seconds so that is my PR that is what not this year when I do these two marathons I have coming up but prayerfully 2024 I will be close to that or better this year has been my recovery, my comeback year, but I'm still nowhere. I'm still not at that pace where I was that mm-hmm. year. But so Chicago was a highlight for sure. Detroit, I did the free mm-hmm. press that year. That was my first time doing that one. I was supposed to do it again. I deferred it. I haven't done it again yet, but that was a highlight. I'm trying to think, what what did I do that year? Um, did you document it somewhere? Like, Oh yeah, I used yeah. to have, and I, I wish I could have, thought to bring it up right now. So every year I'll write a, a well, Pat, pre-COVID, I would have a year, I would have my races written down for the year and not, you know, have it um electronic and also a printed copy. And then on the printed copy, I would just write or either or. 
you know, write the time that I finished or write the day that I did mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. But I'm trying to think, I know um, I went somewhere. Oh, well, no, this wasn't a race. It wasn't a race. No, I ran on the sand in Jamaica and I counted that as a, like a, a 0.42. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, I did Chicago or rock and roll um, Chicago that was another really good race. I had a, it was a, it was an amazing year. I just felt like I had PR my halftime, but now, well, 2021, I finally beat that time, but my PR was She Power. Do you run She Power? Okay. I don't. And I feel so, cause I didn't know about oh, it. What? And I know. <laughs> well, this year I finally like knew about it, but it was Hold like on. the day before something else. Hold I was on. Yeah. On. I know. I promise I will. I've run the women's half before. The women's half is okay. Yeah. They just changed it. It's in Carmel now for the first time this year. Oh, so, so, running then this year. so then you yeah. won't have to run in um, um, potholes. Right. Yeah. Or the pouring rain. The, the only time the I did rain. it, it was like one year it was black flagged. And like, I just was running. I was like, I'm still going to run 13 miles now, just downtown. The she power, I will tell you. The three years I did it, two of the three years, it was pouring down. It was lightning, but we didn't care. We didn't care. We was like, yeah. we wanted, we about to do this thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Better not cancel this race. Yeah, I know. I was like, I'm just going to do it, whatever. So, okay. Yeah, I so I am doing the women's, but I've not done She Power. If they is do it, it it's, what time of year June. is that? It's in June. June. Okay. I forget it's- why I didn't do it. But yeah. So part of my struggle too, is I want to do all these races. And like, I, my husband would be like, I just can imagine trying to be like, Hey Zach, I want to run 40 races for my 40th birthday. He would be like, um, I'm telling you, you can do it because if I can do it, I won't say anybody can, there's a way to do it financially without struggling. There is a way, but it takes planning. Yeah, it really does take a lot of planning, a lot of logistics. So I did some like back to back races. So if the race had a half marathon and a 5k, I did that. And I counted. Oh, that. Right. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. There's, there's ways there it's it's not impossible and mm-hmm. it does not have to break you for real. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and for us, it's more, we have little kids, like our kids, I have a two-year-old and a six-year-old. And so it's like, you know, if I'm not here, it's just, it's a lot still. Yeah. So like, as the girls get older, it'll become more and more easy for me yeah. to sneak away for races, but it's not as easy as I wish it was. But anyway, um, gosh. And so now you're going to go to Berlin. How did Berlin come about? Are you mm. chasing, are you chasing the six now? Now or? I am now I am. But how about when I ran Chicago marathon, I never forget. I didn't even know what I was getting myself into. I thought I was just running a marathon in Chicago <laughs> to say right. I went home, but it wasn't until, even though I went to the expo, it still went over my head. I didn't know what that, I, I didn't even pay attention to that. I was so excited about when I went to the expo, you know, I'm like, Oh, it's a lot of people. Oh God, it's a lot of people. Oh, it's a lot of people. Like it was a lot of people. So pre pandemic, 50,000 people yeah. from 150 countries running in one place. Mm-hmm. That was just like, I, I didn't know the facts. I just knew I saw a lot of people and I was like, 
all this, this is all this for a race. Wait, I'm so confused. And I ran the 5k the day before, even though I didn't train, even though I didn't know what I was getting into. I just wanted to run. I was just running. Wow. So, um, so I missed the, all that stuff with the expo with, with world majors. I did mm-hmm. not, I, I, I probably heard the word, but I didn't know what it meant, but I took the train in that morning for the marathon. And there was a guy I met um, he was from Germany, actually, because I like when I talk to people, if I can hear their accent, because oh, I yeah. live in Germany, I know. So he starts talking. I was like, where are you from? He's like, Germany. I was like, where? And I forgot the city he said, but I told him I lived in Bamberg. And so then we were talking. And so he gave me, he says, so is this your first? And I was like, yes. So he gave me tips for running this first time. And I still appreciate him. And I've shared those tips out to others. One, he said, I want you to think about, you know, all the people that have mean something to you in your life for every mile run for them. And that last Mm. mile you run for you. And I was like, okay, because I'm like going in, like not even knowing. So even though I ran with Lori that whole time, that last mile was for me. And that's when we kind of did a little split. I, I split away from her so that she could have her moment and I could have my moment. Mm-hmm. So when you see our finished picture, we're like apart, but some of the pictures were kind of together, but yeah. I wanted to be staggered so that because I was her first. So he gave me that tip and he said, don't worry about a wall. He said, people talk about a wall. Your race is your race and your experience will be your experience. That doesn't have to happen to you because it happens to other people. And he was right because for real, it's never happened for me. I just like, I'm at, you know, 21, 22, and there's usually another DJ or something. And I don't even, I wasn't really even eating or like needing something or like, you know, whatever. I'm just having fun because for me, it's fun. Yeah. And then the third thing he said, decide if you're going to run the majors and if you are, how you're going to do it. And I said, what's the majors? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, totally. Fair question. I was like, ba- baseball majors? He was, was like, he said, you do realize you're running a world major marathon that many people will never be able to say they did. I said, no. Oh, <laughs> and so when I, I remember not that day, but, you know, later on, I started doing more research and was like, oh, OK, I might be able to do that. But it wasn't it wasn't a goal yet. So 2018, I ran Chicago again and I still didn't train, but I shaved off an hour. I finished it in six hours, six, six. Yeah, six hours, six something, six hours. And then 2019 is when I decided I ran it again and I decided I wanted to now go after all the stars. Mm-hmm. And so, and then I met a lady, there's a couple other runners who inspired me to really want to do that. They had just finished. And then a lady, Shanna, she ran a marathon on all seven continents. Oh, so, that's cool. No, oh so my, gosh, my, my overall, goal, and actually she's going for her second round right now. Okay. Um, I need to introduce her to my friend, Christy, who's been on this podcast, who now that she just got her sixth star oh, this year. And so now she wants how she wants to do the seven continents. So she needs to meet your friends. Yes. Cause I'm like, how the hell do you do that? Bro, like, anyway. with the, the, they've done these tours, which I, when I'm ready to go beyond 
world major locations to get the other continents. So my goal is to run on every continent oh America and the six world majors and to run a hundred miles. Well, so 50 miles is my next large goal. Mm-hmm. I hope, I'm hoping 2024, my body will be um, up to it. And then yeah. I do want to run a hundred at least once. And the hundred race I'm going to do um, is going to be in Florida, a runner that I met. She's from Michigan, but she ran it in Florida. And she told me that you start basically in Miami and you go to Key West. So your support can like leapfrog you with you. And it's not you going, you know, loops and loops and loops. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, oh, huh. I can do that. So when I'm ready to do my hundred, that's where I'll do that. And maybe 2025. But Man, I'll come down there and I'll have like a margarita and I'll just watch you go. Yes. Go be in the, the car, week. be my support. Yes. <laughs> but so yeah. Berlin came up because I kept applying, I applied for New York twice and I didn't get in. Mm-hmm. And then last year I didn't apply at all. I knew um, I was moving, so I didn't worry about it. But when I applied for Germany, that was a different time frame. So I applied, I got in Germany, but then I moved. So I was supposed to run Germany last year, but my, the transition with the job and I, I wasn't running at all. And I was like, I am not going out of the country untrained. Like yeah, the U S that's one thing, but I'm not going out of the country. I want to, I want to train for a marathon. So this year that was my plan. My friend, Nikita gave, she uses run with Hal. So I downloaded it. Yeah. So just because Jason, I was going to ask him for a plan, but I know he was busy starting his business. And even though I'm a run coach, I could have, you know, gave my own self a plan, but I needed that accountability of just something I could just click on, look, click on, do click on and do, Mm -hmm. but again, life and work. And so I haven't truly followed the plan, but I know I'm going to finish. And at this point, like, it doesn't matter what the time is. Hopefully I'll finish in six hours or less, but I'm going to finish because I'm going to finish. You're going to finish the Berlin marathon. That's so I'm going to finish. And amazing. And the the fact that I'm going, like I ran away from running and I am running an international marathon and I'm so excited about it. I I didn't get a chance to get excited like I really wanted to, honestly, until just this past Saturday when I ran in 90 degrees, 13.1 miles. Ugh. And I, it, it was hot, but it wasn't um, I don't know, it was, it was weird. It was it was hot, but it was that it was still like I think I'm just so I'm just so proud of myself mm. that I want to do this. And like, it doesn't matter what happens. Um, it's just, it's just, it's something that people, how many people will be able to say they ran a marathon in Berlin besides those who are Americans who live here, I should say, Mm -hmm. besides those who are chasing the world major stars, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not a lot, not a lot. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. And then New York girl, that's going to be I'm, I already got my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people like are going to go to a, um, you know, a special occasion event and they'll have yeah. their, I got my run outfit as long Wait, as are you doing New York this year? I'm doing New York. What? This year. I missed that. How did I miss that? 
Okay. Jeez. No, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I haven't really said much on IG. Maybe that's why. Okay. I'm not a little bit, but not, but still not a lot. Cause I'm trying to focus on Germany. Uh, Yeah. Focus on the next one. Yeah. Yeah. New York. I did Yeah, two stars in one year. There you go. Two stars in a year. And then my next goal is to run Boston next year. Okay. So I have not found the fundraising avenue yet because I will not Boston qualify. So those of you who are not familiar, to get to Boston, you either have to run super duper fast. I'm just going to say that Boston qualify or um, get a charity fundraiser. And they are selective in who they choose for these charities. And the fact that, yes, some people may say you're crazy to raise 7,500 up to $10,000 to just run 26.2 miles. But it's the impact is one you make doing your personal goal, but the impact that money goes towards so many other ways that 26.2 miles is priceless for what you will be able to accomplish by being able to raise the money to be able to go. How will I get that money? What I am trusting is believing that all the people who I have supported, even if they don't support me back, that God is going to honor what I've done for others and other people will pour into Mm -hmm. me to be able to knock that out. And I'm claiming to have that raised in a week. Whenever I get the fundraiser, when I post it, because I'm not thinking about stressing, I'm not going to Mm -hmm. text people, beg people, whatever. I'm just going to post it. And be like, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is why. Will you support me? And if you can't support me financially, pray for me. Share it. Or yeah, or, or just share it. Yeah, but yeah. but just know that I'm like, I think, and I just want to publicly say this, it is a pet peeve of mine for people who don't talk to you, who watch what you do. And when they need money, they're DMing you. Mm-hmm. Like, no. How about where were you when... I did this, or what have you done for other people? Like you reap what you sow. Yeah. And when you reap what you sow, what you sow into somebody else is going to get reaped from another source or some other way. But don't come to me or don't go to people asking for money when you need it. Because if you had a relationship with that person, they would already know what you're doing and they're going to want to pour into you yeah. more than what you would even ask for anyways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we've talked, we've talked about God a lot, like mentioned, we haven't like talked about God. Yes. And so I think this would be a nice time to talk about the Bible verse that you always include in your post, which is Jeremiah 29, 11. And what is that verse? And then what is it? What does it mean to you? So I want to make sure that I, even though I know it, I just want to make sure I say it correctly. So when I got divorced in 2014, definitely went to a kind of a dark place and I was very discouraged. It was a lot of things that come, that comes from getting divorced and I had gained weight. I lost my job for 11 months. I was unemployed and you know, trying to take care of three kids. It was, it was hard. And, and my oldest, I, I, I tell, I would tell him and I even reminded him just, you know, this past year, I was like, you were my rock. There were times where I would just cry, not knowing what to do. And 
I think I was at church and I heard the scripture and the scripture is, it's a promise from God. So Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord plans for now this version, I'm I'm read you, I'm read you a different version. I, know, I actually Googled yeah. it before this and they were like, yeah. five. there are so many versions. I was like, yes. I'm going to ask the, Jamaica. This, well, this is, is the version that okay. I go by. So for I know the <laughs> yeah. plans that I have towards you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, and plans to give you a hope and a future. Mm. When I think about what God can and will do for us, it's a matter of trusting that he has us that he's never left us. We endure a lot of things. Like there's a song we I sang growing up, weep in May, endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Sometimes that morning feels like forever, but for God, it's not like his time is his time. Mm-hmm. And when we go through and we have to endure those, those moments, it's shaping us to become a better person. Because if we can go through that, then we can go through the next thing. But if we say we trust him and we're still doubting, we're not trusting him. But he says his thoughts towards us is not to harm us. He's going to prosper us. Mm -hmm. And it's not even the money financial. It's the prosper that we are rich in him that we will not have to look for anything, that we will not go without. And I will tell you, I plan on making a post. Actually, I need to do it tonight before I close my eyes. (laughs) Um, I have a friend who I met through somebody else during that time. I didn't share a lot, even with my family, what I was enduring. But when I was in my small two-bedroom apartment with three sons, one bathroom, so that's three wieners that I got to share a bathroom with, I just have to be clear, transparent, so people know because it's yeah, real. Just, yeah. Um, where I did not complain, that was our home. And I didn't have a bed. I had this mattress that I slept on, and my my youngest son shared a room with me, a baby. So imagine if imagine you and your uh six-year-old sharing a room, just you, you and your six-year-old, but he was three. He was three, three yeah. from three to six. We shared a room. We shared a bedroom. So you didn't sleep ever. <laughs> you know I what feel I like I could not sleep. After a while, um, I had to create a routine. It took about a year. And that routine was we started praying. And when we prayed, that meant he had to go to sleep. And to this day, he is 12. We pray before he goes to sleep. Mm-hmm. If I am in another country, I'm on WhatsApp with whoever has him and we pray. But when we pray, he sleeps instantly. And I will never forget the first night I did that and he went to sleep. I went to the bathroom and cried. And I was like, God, I thank you. Because he wouldn't, he would just always get up, come out of the room, get up, come out of the room. And I was just trying to have like, you know, some little time. But after a while, it was like I saw he was probably four, four at that time. But we prayed and we still pray every night to this day unless he's falling asleep, but 
I will say out of 365 days, 360 days, we pray every night before he goes to sleep. And, and then he goes to sleep. There's no getting up, trying to get some food, anything. Like I never had to experience that because he knows that means it's time to go to bed. No more talking, anything. But that scripture, when things looked bleak and there were several times that it did, I was reminded God would never harm me is going to be okay. He's going to prosper me. We will not go without. And so this friend that I was bringing up and I talked about not having a bed, one day we met for, I don't know, I think it was just for coffee. And I I don't even know why I brought it up, but come to find out she had a whole bedroom set. She blessed me with. Mm. She blessed me with the the bed. The, uh, she even went and bought a box spring. So I had a, it was the first time I had a pillow top mattress and I slept so good. Oh my God, it was so good. And <laughs> and so she blessed me with, you know, the bedding, the nice sand, dresser. And I'm just forever for, grateful for her. There's so many things she's done, but I talked about you reap what you sow. She blessed me with that. When I moved from, and I lived in Washington state, when I moved to Indiana, I left Indiana with a small U-Haul trailer, not a truck, but a trailer that I pulled on my car. So that bedroom set couldn't fit and neither could, I, I mean, we, we basically left with nothing, but we, we started with nothing and we had to leave a lot of things. And so we started over again, but I knew that God had us because his plans is not to harm us, but to prosper us. So I was able to bless my neighbor who I found out did not have a bedroom set. So I gave her what my friend gave me. She was grateful. Wow. But, so that was December, 2017. So I got the bedroom set in, I think it was, let's just say early 2015, but December, 2017, I gave it away. When I moved to Indiana, I didn't have any furniture, but this organization called the Mustard Seed blessed us with like just basic things. So we had a, a mattress and um rails. So I didn't have a headboard, footboard, none of that. Mm-hmm. Furniture, none of that. But when I was blessed to buy my first home in 2019, the couple I purchased my home from said, hey, do you need a bedroom suite? They blessed me. Stop it. With what I gave away and more. So Monique blessed me. I blessed my neighbor. The people I bought the home blessed me again. What goes around comes around. Mm. People use that in a negative way. But when you are a positive, optimistic, motivational, inspirational, always helping people, never looking for anything in return, doing whatever you can, sowing, 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 it's going to come back. Jeremiah 29 and 11, it comes back in ways you cannot imagine that you can't even put a price tag on. So prosper, it's not about money. It's about the favor of God in your Mm -hmm. life. So that's why that scripture is important to me. That is why it is my favorite scripture. That is why it is tattooed on my back with you matter. I was going to say. You matter. When I'm running running and I'm in a a tank top and people can see it, it's there. If it's cold, 
I have hoodies embroidered. It was a comp. It's a company oh. in um, Indiana, and so they embroidered two hoodies for me that I ran in my forty-two miles, and it has Jam Runs forty-two. Oh, love it. Back it says you matter in the scripture. I have ran many of races in the last two years where people will say mm. I was trailing you. You kept me. You kept me going. Yeah. So I try to have you matter on my bib when I can. So people know, and you matter is on my back, but the scripture, when people see that they know, yeah, they, that is, and I thank God that to be that instrument, that's why it's not important for me to run fast. It's just important for me to run, to inspire people, to have fun, to encourage people on the trail, to just be that smile, be a light because mm -hmm. it doesn't, life is serious enough as it is it's dark yeah. enough as it is there needs to be more people who's willing to be like hey girl hey <laughs> or even to like this this older guy I met on the trail on Saturday who is running Paris I think he said it's a 10 miler on the same day that I'll be running Berlin but just out there like talking and I was my legs was tired but I started running when he, we were talking and we, you know, ran for a mile uh -huh. and then we said, okay, well, I'm gonna go finish. But that's, that's what I enjoy about running. Now, everyone yeah. has their goals in running and that's great. But for me, that's what I do when I run. Ugh. Man, I love this all so much. I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight, Jamika. I'm just going to be like, so I'm so excited. I have a long run tomorrow. So that's so good. I might just listen to this again because a lot of times, you know, living it, I, I listen back to these actually, and it's so great. I feel like I get just as much out of it the second time. So I'm going to ask you the end of the podcast questions. Okay. So we kind of already covered them really, because we just talked about mantra, which I feel like you matter is such an important you mantra. matter is my, yes. But are there, are there any songs Oh my gosh. That you oh. listen to that like are really like your running songs, like the songs that get you going or that inspire you while you're running. You know, I listen to so, so many songs. I don't have a song. I will just say, it just depends on my, on my mood. Um, one thing I'll say, this is, this is kind of funny. So sometimes there are songs that I love and if they play on, I list, I use Amazon music. Okay. Uh, I have music saved and then like I can do a, my soundtrack, which is based on music that I listen to. So then other that genres of those type of songs will come up. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm not ready for the explicit and I don't know. And I'm like, oh, shoot, I can't like I can't <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> um, yeah. Like sometimes it's too much or um, but I, I don't have a specific song or songs that like really motivate me like to go but this is what I will tell you I plan on having this pulled up I'll just name off some songs from my my life oh, yeah. list that I okay. listen to right now and I just added a couple lately but so I have I can go from like um Spanish music um like Pitbull and mm -hmm. um Daddy Yankee and oh, uh Daddy what's Yankee. the um here I'll just go to reggaeton to gospel so I have it takes two that's by raw bass that is one of my favorite songs but it's a re remix with fat man scoop so okay. you know fat man scoop crickling clan like that's because I run and then when I'm like on beat like it's just either that'll it depends on like what my pace is in that moment but so that's you know 
that's one song. I got um Pond the Replay by Ooh, Rihanna. So yep. I'll listen to some Rihanna. I look good, and that's by Charlie Boy. That's a newer song, but that's on my playlist. This one, I'm not gonna tell you because I'm gonna do a reel to it real soon. Okay, real, 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 soon. real, real soon, real soon. So I'm gonna make sure I tag you. But yeah, this one me. just popped up from me doing the soundtrack thing, and I love this song. This is a um, this song will definitely play. I'm gonna have it somehow in my Berlin running list several times. Oh. because of the words okay so um just exactly. fine there's a remix uh mary j blige remix with lil wayne in it sanka that's like a line dance so like if it's line dance songs like sanka um cupid shuffle songs like that uh the wobble even though i yeah. dance you know like but hearing it it'll just put me in a different type of mood god made a way uh let me see what else it's 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 just so many ja, um burner boy there's quite a few songs from burner boy on here uh dougie fresh depending on the song it's you know a couple oh. different songs but beyonce some songs some songs it just depends on you know the words um i have like some oldies in here like um i'm good by black do you know that song it's called i'm good uh, maybe by black black it's a girl it's a girl group who were produced by missy elliott and i have missy elliott too but okay. it's old it's if you okay so um maybe i'm old. trying to I, I don't i'm just i don't know it off the top of my head that's okay but i'm gonna it's, write down and look it up and see if i remember it yeah so sierra yeah it's it's a lot it's a lot of different music so i don't really have a song but just really like upbeat dance music because yeah. that's that's what keeps me going. And then sometimes there's a couple of um like slow worship songs that will come on, but they're further in my run, further in my list. Yeah, yeah. I don't want it to slow me down. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh, so, for sure, yeah, for sure. So that's that's how I get going. Oh. And then we already know what your next finish line or milestone is because you're heading to Berlin. What's the day? What's the countdown right now? How many days? It is uh, 25 days and a wake up. We might be 24 days and a wake up. All right. Yeah. Well, just know, Jamaica, that I will be cheering you on from here. <laughs> but I appreciate for New York that. too and for yeah. everything else that you are going after. I'm just, gosh, yeah. this has been such a wonderful time. And thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Oh my gosh. You're just so incredible. And there's so much we didn't even talk about that. Hopefully we can talk about in person when I get to meet you yes. at some point. Yes. If anything, and it'll are... be the mini marathon. Like at least we have that. Yes. For sure. but... Yep. Cause you're going to run it for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I sign up every year. Like the, I sign up when they open the, 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 the registration. Yeah, yeah. The lower cost. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, okay. yep. Yep. Well, thank oh. you. Thank you for the honor of choosing me for wanting to know more about me, for listening to me. Sometimes we just need a boost. Mm. And, you know, people will think you got it together. People think, you know, you're always positive. You're, you know, always, you know, whatever. But you seeking out me means a whole lot and I will never forget it. I knew the date was coming. I told you, I thought I missed yeah. the date. It's <laughs> like, I wouldn't let you miss this. <laughs> because I had so much going on and yeah. I'm in the conference this week, but 
you were, I mean, even on the weekend when I was running, I thought about you. I think about you a lot. And sometimes I see your posts, but sometimes I don't. I, Instagram is weird. It is weird. Because I feel like I'll see, I'll see you running or see you like do a funny video. And then I don't see you anymore for like two or three weeks or something. <laughs> But then also I'm not on it all the time either. So I'll won't post something like I'll get in a good rhythm, like mm-hmm. a couple times a week. And then yeah, they, they're like, like, where's Jamika? Yeah. But you, when I read, knowing what you wanted to talk about, just reminded me, because like I said, you just do this. Just like when I do things for people, I don't keep track of it. People could ask me how many medals I have. I don't know. How many races have I ran? I don't know. Cause I just do, but to see it in your research, your research on me, I really have done a lot. And, um, I just never, I never ever, um, envisioned my life being a long distance runner. And, you know, now like, I don't care what anybody thinks, but I will tell you, there are some years that people made fun of me running and, uh, they would make fun of my me jumping and my goofy pictures and all that. But um, I am who I am yeah. and I will never change who I am. And I love the way that I run and I love the people that God has brought in my life all because of running. And it's friendships, sisterships that are beyond the pavement. But because I put my foot on the pavement, those experiences have happened and I'm gonna show you something real quick um okay so Chicago Marathon because you get it they have a a, so Chicago Marathon and Marathon Photos they have oh oh, yeah kind of blurred out they have used me let me see how to make okay they have used me as advertisement for the last five years I think last year was the first year that I didn't, there wasn't a plaque made, but they will put me on a plaque and they'll use some made up name and some made up time. And, and then if I'm not there, (laughs) I have a friend or friends who will tag me and say, Jamika, you were at the booth or, and they will wait for me because I've built relationships with marathon photos and they'll say, we thought you were going to come. And when I moved last year, well, actually, yeah, was last year. Yeah. Sorry. They they didn't (laughs) use me last year, (laughs) But, but I just feel so honored and so blessed that I don't look like, like people will say, you know, you don't look like you run. Well, what does a runner look like? Oh, So because I have in my world, in my life, I feel like changed the narrative of what a runner would look like. I love when somebody just assumes that when I say I run, they're like, oh, so, but you don't run marathons, do you? And I was like, "Um, yes, I have. Like, (laughs) put your foot in your mouth. Yeah. People are the worst sometimes. Yeah. But, and then not only that, like just thinking about, I mean, you know, the news story. So I don't brag about what I've done, but when the opportunity presents itself, I don't dim my light anymore Mm-mm. because I am who I am. And people are drawn to who I am because I'm real, because I'm transparent, because they can feel it. It's genuine. You know, I don't have to pretend to be somebody I'm not. I don't have to feel like I need to compete against anybody else my run on Saturday 
15 minute mile average. Now, some of those minutes were 11 minutes, some were 12, but it was 90 degrees, but I don't yeah. care. Well, who cares? Like, it doesn't even matter. I did it. Yeah. You yeah. know, so anyways, I just appreciate yeah. you reminding Absolutely. me of who I am and what I've done. Thank you. Uh, and be interested to know more. Thank uh, you. My pleasure. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Really? How am I supposed to go to sleep? <laughs> Gosh. Well, I hope a lot of people listen to this on a run too, because seriously, like your energy is contagious. It really is. It's been like, man, I really appreciate it, Jamika. And I'm so honored to meet you and I can't wait until we finally meet at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you everybody. We are connected. Yes, we are. Well, thank you everybody who's listened and I hope everyone has a good weekend. This will come out this Friday. So happy running, everybody. Thank you. Have a great run tomorrow.